The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a kick. And the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown! In stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house! Sideline! Pylon! Touchdown! And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome into the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. And head on over to PuntandPass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. It's got our blog up there. It's got our picks up there. It's got our merch up there as well. And most importantly, our YouTube page is smack dab on the front of puntandpass.com as of this recording at 7.57 p.m. on Wednesday evening, November 17th. Aaron, we have 946 subscribers on YouTube. To our 1,000th subscriber, you will be coming to play golf with Aaron Murray and I. If you want to, that's cool. If not, you can pass it on to a friend. But that's the special giveaway for our 1,000th subscriber on our YouTube channel, Head on over to puntandpass.com, smash that subscribe button. I get the emails, so I'll know who number 1,000 is, and you get to come play golf with Aaron and I. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented by Prize Picks, our awesome partners over at Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com. It's daily fantasy simplified. If you use the promo code PUNT, you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. This is the best time of year. I know I always say that. This is the best time of year to get active on prize picks. Thanksgiving is next week. It is my favorite week of the year. There are so many sports on college football, of course, NFL, college basketball, NBA, NHL, PGA Tours on Sea Island this weekend. You have so many opportunities to cash in on prize picks. Make sure you use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100, and you can 10x your money with cross sport entries, with single sport entries, with single game props. Prize picks is the best. Use the promo code PUNT. We'll be giving you our picks and our rundown of this weekend's slate in just a little bit. Aaron, it's almost Thanksgiving weekend. I can't believe this is mm. the penultimate weekend of the college football season. It's freaking crazy how fast this all goes by. We got some news and notes to dive into before we get to the slate of this weekend. It's a little bit thin. As per usual, the week before Thanksgiving, rivalry week, conference championship week, just a couple of weeks away. How are you, brother? Um, man, it's it's crazy that we're almost a Thanksgiving week. It's just it, it I start off my SEC show this 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 Monday with Georgia's done with SEC football games. I know until Atlanta. I mean, they, they, the crazy. next two weeks are obviously non-conference, Charleston Southern, 
and then uh, Zach, the, the, the Bumblebees, baby, yeah. on, on Thanksgiving weekend. So no more SEC games. It's just it's crazy it is. how fast this season. I want more SEC ball. I want nine conference games. Fingers crossed when Oklahoma and Texas join yeah. the conference. We expand it, get some more games within the conference would be awesome. But uh, it's been a great season. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. You said it this weekend. A eh, couple here or there. Um, some big ones in the SEC with non-ranked opponents. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to those. Yeah, that I think mean a lot for this conference. So those are going to be fun to break down. But uh, we'll have a fun show. Let's yeah, go. Absolutely, let's get into it. One of the most topical things that happened this weekend, it actually happened yesterday evening, Tuesday evening, was the leaked audio that came oh. from George's locker room from a Kirby Smart halftime speech. Now, I believe it was the Florida game. It's being reported that it was during the Florida game. It's got some very colorful language in it. It was at halftime, and I think what tells it's the Florida game, Aaron, is that at the beginning of the um, rant, Kirby Smart is talking about last season and watching guys like Tyson Campbell and Eric Stokes walk off the field, right, when they lost to Florida and how that made Kirby Smart feel. And then he goes into an entire diatribe about how they want to get after their ass. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was unbelievable. You and I were texting about it. Some other teammates of ours were all texting about it. It was going back and forth in the group chat. First things first, fired me up. I mean, I was ready to go. Immediately after getting fired up, I thought to myself, how in the hell did one, this get recorded, and two, did this get leaked? You know Kirby had to be losing his mind that somebody infiltrated the locker room and let that out of that sanctimonious circle. Well, first, I'm, I'm with you. I, I was, man, I was pumped. And I listened to it right before I went to go hit some balls on the range today, and I swear my driver went about 10 yards farther. Just the energy that he brings. And 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 to me, the way he speaks to his players, it's not down. It, yeah. it is, it, there's a sense of respect, which yeah. I just absolutely love. I mean, he respects them. He treats them like grown men. He treats them like professionals. And, and those guys go out there and play for him and play for that coaching staff. So love the speech, love the energy. I want to run through a damn brick wall afterwards. But the fact that it got leaked, it, 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 I'm sure it pissed him off. And it pissed me off too, man, yeah. because what yeah. happens in the locker room, what's said between coaches to players and players to players and players to coaches, that that's that's your spot. That's your, yep. your that That is your moment to open up, to be in a safe place, to say what you want to say and not worry about it getting outside the building. The locker room is the locker room. Especially and, at halftime of a football what game. Said and done, what is said and done in the locker room should not leave. So take all the damn cell phones. No more cell phones in the locker room. I don't know what it is, but that can't happen going forward. I'm sure he's going to reiterate that this week that, man, it's a safe place. We don't need what's said here to be going out to the rest of the world. Again. So I, I don't anticipate it happening again. But whoever, if they do find out who's 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 got it, it may be worse than the morning runs that you had to do with Coach T. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, especially during halftime of an actual football game, right? Yeah. This is not post-game when everybody's celebrating and you have your phones out. This is not during the week when you're in the locker room, maybe after practice. This is in the middle of battle, right? Keep in mind, the halftime score of the Georgia-Florida game this year was 24 to nothing. Remember, Georgia's defense went absolutely berserk the last four minutes of the half, scored, got a turnover, offense scored, blink of an eye, 24-0. That game was over, right? So you think about this. Put yourself in that situation. 
probably the best three minutes of Georgia's football the entire season, if you really wanted to say that, yep. all crammed in right before halftime of Florida. You would think it's all peaches and roses heading into that halftime locker room. And Kirby Smart sets the dial immediately right before they go back out. And here is the quote. I'll obviously edit it for specific reasons. It was funny about that YouTube video that got leaked, too. It's very mysterious. It said it was the Georgia versus Florida halftime speech. The 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 video that I saw had a Tennessee jersey. I have, I have no idea. But the audio, which was grainy, said this. Kirby Smart, quote, this is our blank year. This is our blank year, and we're going to do it by how we play. It's zero to blank zero, and you make them never want to play again. All that blank they're talking, I love it, Jamari. You don't say blank. You don't say blank to them. You just laugh and point at the blank scoreboard. Let them get pictures of you pointing to the scoreboard. Don't say blank to their undisciplined ass because we are we are disciplined, and our ass is going to go kick the blank blank out of them physically. Physically, I want to break them. That <laughs> oh shit God. is awesome, right? When he said, I want to break them at the end. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh, yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, so on social media, it's going around. You know, you've got some blue check marks. I'm sure our buddy Dan Wolken would say this is horrible. What a bad way to speak to your team. You know, whatever. What? Forget those people. He didn't say that. I have no idea. He's probably thinking I that. I know, but I'm just saying. Th- I thought that it's was so a great way to speak stupid. to It's such a good way. And all the former players are like, yes, this is awesome. And all the fans are like, oh, my God. I want to pad up and go outside and go run through a brick wall like you said, Aaron. But I got a really good tweet from Benjamin Wolk on Twitter. Benjamin Wolk, at Benjamin Wolk. His bio is the least verified person on Twitter. He is verified, so shout out to him. But he had some good insight because I said, how did this get leaked? I was uh, talking to Roddy Nabolsi, our buddy, who's the publisher of UJSports.com, and Benjamin said SEC Inside, which is a TV show, was in the locker room and actually did a really good job of editing it for the show, but there is definitely raw audio out there somewhere. So was it a player? I don't know. Was it equipment manager? I don't know. Was it a trainer? Who knows? Was it a coach? I don't know. But what Benjamin Wolk is telling us is that there was raw audio out there somewhere because the TV show from SEC Inside had microphones running. Maybe somebody cut it. Maybe somebody leaked it from outside the program. Who knows, Aaron? But you better damn well believe SEC Inside will no longer be allowed inside Kirby Smart's locker room. No. Crazy. I love it. And I love it. Oh, I love it. You know what they need to do? They need to capitalize on this and make it a a fan experience, get a motivational pep talk from Kirby before you go do a speech. Like you just pull up, you you pull up your email, you got a big presentation that day. And all of a sudden Kirby's face pops up with this speech to get you juiced. That's a fantastic idea. You know, what's interesting. Have you um, like in, in your corporate America ventures, have you ever gotten an email? That's an actual video. This has happened to me a couple of times in the past few weeks. I don't know if anybody else out there, please tweet at us and let us know if this has happened. But I think it's actually quite effective. I find it pretty interesting. I might try to do it, but I don't know if it's towing the line of cheesy or not. But you get like a, a, a hey intro email on the subject line. And then in the email, it's an actual video. So it'd be like, Hey, Aaron, this is Drew Butler, man. I'm look, really looking forward to connecting with you. Uh, I'm going to shoot you some times over our next email so you actually see the person and hear them talking rather than just an email. What if Kirby did that? So you click the email, and it's just Kirby yelling down your throat, telling you to I get fired it. up for the workday. I like that idea. But it's fantastic, dude. And like, Wake your ass up. I know. It's time to make some money. <laughs> yeah, money. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. All I'm saying is this. Keep that same energy. Yes. When we play Alabama, and I'm saying we, because that fires me up as a Georgia alumni. 
Keep that yeah, same like energy. Said back, you know what? Five weeks ago, Drew, when all these uh, the, all the bull crap came out about former players not loving. Oh, this dog I know. Yeah, the Richters. No, yeah, it's a it's a we thing. We still take pride in what our dogs go out there and do. And obviously a little bit more pride because we put that jersey on and those shoulder pads on and that helmet on. So I love it. No Every question, damn time. Dude. No Every question. Every damn time. Makes me want to suit back up. And again, keep that same energy in that SEC championship game because you know that's going to be a knockdown drag out. Fires me up, man. Ready to go. You know what else fired me up? The freaking college football playoff committee show. I, I, I got to stop watching it. It like makes my blood boil, okay? When Gary Barta gets out there after the rankings come out and has to, you know, throw himself on top of the fire and then says stuff like, you know, statistically, Michigan is better than Michigan State in every category. When three weeks ago, Michigan State beat Michigan. And then you look at the other rankings and Oregon beat Ohio State and Oregon is in front of Ohio State. I simply don't get it. I know it's all for show. Dude, I'm sure Ohio State stats are better than Oregon stats. If you want to, if, if, if that's, if that's your reasoning, then Ohio State should be ahead of Oregon. Of course. It's, it's of just, course. It, they, they are, I kind of, I mean, a little bit feel bad for him because he's just the, the guy that has to go out there and, 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 and get in front of the camera and, and make these speeches. But he's, he screwed up majorly when he brought up the, what Matt, what happens in the field matters, but not as much maybe as what the stats are telling us. I mean, we said it a couple weeks ago. In what world if, if does that make sense? That's all that matters. Then let's have a freaking combine. We'll line everyone up. We'll do forties. Yeah. We'll do five, 10 fives. We'll do the yeah. vertical. We'll do the broad quarterbacks. will throw against targets and whoever racks up the note, the most points in the combine wins the national championship. I mean, when you have guys like Stuart Mandel from Yahoo sports or the athletic or wherever he's at now, who's a, a pretty even keel down the line, college football reporter, essentially taking shots saying this makes no sense. This was Gary Bartz's uh, quote. And I quote, Set aside watching the games, though that's certainly a part of it. But statistically, in just about every category, offensively and defensively, Michigan comes out on top over Michigan State. Michigan State beat Michigan less than three weeks ago. It really is mind-blowing. Stuart Mandel says, okay then, makes no sense. Makes absolutely no sense. We'll talk about it in a little bit with the Michigan State-Ohio State game. But dude, let me just tell you right now, this is just... uh, it, it, it makes me mad. It really does make me irrationally well, mad. You know like, you know why? Should, I mean, at the end of the day, they, they, you look at this weekend, what's going to happen with Ohio State, Michigan State. There's a good chance Ohio State is, what, a 19-point favorite yep. in this game. Ohio State wins. Then you just jo- you drop Michigan State afterwards. Like, you've set the precedent yeah. that what happens on the field matters by putting Oregon again, ahead of Ohio State. And, and I think most people would agree across the country, right now Ohio State's playing better football but it matters what happens on the field. Oregon went to Ohio State. They won, so they deserve to be ahead of them in the rankings. Michigan State played Michigan. They won. They deserve to be ahead of them in the rankings. And as soon as Michigan State loses to Ohio State, then you drop their ass behind them. Agreed. Like, why? why, why? Agreed. Like, look at the schedule. Be smart. Don't put yourself in this, this predicament where people are pissed at you when you could just move it back a week later. So I don't know if they're just trying to create drama. I don't know if they're trying to create talking points to get people excited and fired up. Maybe that's what it is. It's it's a reality TV show. They're trying to get people talking and excited because they know at the end of the day, 
Georgia's going to win the national championship. <laughs> Nothing else really matters. Yeah, I, I mean, I would agree with you. They are trying to create talking points. They are trying to create drama. But when they do it in this fashion, the public loses trust in them. And the public says this yes. is not valid. This is stupid. You know, they, they just dismiss it, which is unfortunate. Uh, but you are correct. Like, the number one is very clear. Two, three, four kind of fall in right behind. We'll keep watching it, like you said. I mean, after this weekend, you can do whatever you want with the rankings when it comes to Michigan and Michigan State. All right, it's coaching rumor silly season. We talked about the coaching carousel last weekend. Uh, Justin Fuente of Virginia Tech just got axed. He is no longer there. Great reports for Mel Tucker, former Georgia defensive coordinator. It's being reported that Michigan State is working on a historic 10-year $95 million contract extension for Mel Tucker, which would make him Ooh. the highest paid African-American head coach in professional U.S. sports. That's amazing because That's it awesome. was being reported that LSU was really taking a serious look at Mel Tucker. The other report that came out today is that LSU is seriously considering Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma's head coach, the J-Boy show. Our boy, J-Boy, Jacob Crane, was reporting that LSU is prepared to offer or has offered Lincoln Riley an eight-year, $96 million contract offer. Who knows if that's correct? $12, $12 million a year to be the head coach of the Tigers. $12 million. Yeah. yeah. Um, thoughts, Aaron. Thoughts. A lot going on, right? So USC's well, person, open. Um, Virginia Tech's now open. LSU's now open. Washington is now open. Washington State is open. Beamer leave South Carolina to go to Virginia Tech? He came out and said, I love Virginia Tech, but no. He came out and did say that today, so I don't know. I know he came out and said it, but there's also been a lot of coaches in the past who have come out and said, I love my school. All of a sudden, an offer comes out. Oh, yeah. "Mm -hmm." A lot of tradition there with the name. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, let's go to LSU. First off, I feel bad for the fans of LSU because every single day they're getting a new head coach shoved down their throat. Yeah. Now you're going to be the new head coach. Now you're going to be the new head coach, and it's like – Oh my God, can we stop the rumor mill and just sign someone already? I, obviously, I love Lincoln Riley. I think Lincoln Riley is a top five coach in America. Mm-hmm. If he decided to go to LSU, huge win. Why would he leave Oklahoma to go to LSU? Like, it's not a step up. I mean, Oklahoma, and what they, especially what they've done as of late, is a place you can win at. You're about to go to the SEC, so you're going to be part of the top, you know, best conference in all of America. And you don't have to rebuild a program. You yeah. already got things going in Oklahoma. Why leave a great situation at I mean, Oklahoma's what? Probably a top seven job in America. I would it's think. Right there with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly right top 10, maybe top five. Yeah. I'll say that. I mean, LSU and, and Oklahoma were both somewhere probably in that seven to eight range. Yeah. I mean, they're right there together. I mean, what what honestly is the difference? Besides maybe the contracts can be more money. Use that in your next, next negotiation to make Oklahoma pay you a little bit more. Yeah. But for him to leave a stable, healthy program that's kicking butt to go somewhere where right now they have to rebuild and, and try to figure out what the hell is going on, I don't see it happening. I really don't. I, you know where I'm at right in this situation with LSU? Give Lane Kiffin a contract and be done with it. Yeah, Offer yeah. him something good, get him away from Ole Miss, and be done with it. I think he's right. off. I, I like that. I like that. And once that happens again, the carousel just continues to go around and around and around. What about Matt Campbell at Iowa State? Dave Aranda getting a lot of attention at Baylor. Of course, your usual suspects like James Franklin at Penn State. Luke Fickle will have a lot of attention as yeah. well from Drew, Cincinnati. I got a question for you about – I got for, – for, <laughs> so if, if, you're, if you're a university and you got two coaching candidates, okay. say, say Lane Kiffin and, and Aranda – 
you know, two guys that what, what Dave's done at Baylor's is incredible, yeah. especially yeah. this year. Huge win last week for Oklahoma. Yeah. His name is hotter than ever right now. Obviously, Lane has a chance to win 10 games in the second year at Ole Miss, 10 and 2 in the SEC. That's pretty freaking sweet, too. Yeah, it's impressive. Are you going defense or offense? That, that to me, that's the big thing. What do, what do fans want? Do they want you to hire a defensive coach or do they want you to hire an offensive coach? Well, who's Aranda bringing with him? You know, if Aranda could wow him and say, hey, here's my OC, you know, he's coming with yeah. me or I can go grab him, that certainly could have a lot to do with it. I think Aranda's style of coaching so far at Baylor, although it is in its infancy, has been pretty impressive. You know what you're going to get with Lane Kiffin, right? You're going to get a lot of extra luggage that might be kind of unfair to him with how much he's grown up in the past. But his style of coaching, his style of personality out in the open will most certainly be different than what Dave Aranda would be. Dave Aranda would be business all the time. Almost, and I I hate to make this comparison, but Aranda would be more Nick Saban-ish, right? Very serious, very deliberate. We're here to win championships. This is the process, X, Y, or Z. Lane Kiffin, for all intents and purposes, is going to bring a circus along with him for good or for bad. But with that being said, Lane Kiffin will not be afraid of Nick Saban. He'll go right at his throat. He'll take shots at him in the media. I mean, there will be a lot of play there. So that would probably go to the board of directors, to a couple of high-profile boosters, the university president, the athletic director. That would be a very long decision to have because the two styles could really not be more different when it comes down to offense or defense you'd probably have to lean offense right now with the style of college football going around but who knows who knows that is a big big decision to make see what happens i would go with dave randa i I would go dave randa you go you go with okay yeah i'd go dave randa for that i think those i think those i think if mel tucker stays at michigan state even if mel tucker was out there i still would go aranda or lane kiffin as my top two guys yeah yeah, I agree with you. And, I just, um, I just don't think yeah. Link, I don't think Lincoln Riley's going to leave. I mean, if Lincoln Riley said, "Okay, I'll, I'm interested. I'll listen." Twelve million dollars, a lot of money. You know, then I, if you can get Lincoln, get Lincoln. I just don't see him leaving Oklahoma. Yeah. No, I agree with you. So, I think, I think that's a fugazi report. So yes. I, I think he will stay in Norman for sure. It's got a good thing going there. That's absolutely true. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. You know what else is a good thing going? Prize picks. Of course, 
Head on over to prizepicks.com, download the Prize Picks app, use the promo code PUNT, you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. You can 10x your money. You can get down on some single game stat props. That's exactly what Aaron and I are about to look into right now. For this weekend's board, you mentioned it, Aaron, a couple of pretty decent games in the SEC this weekend. Headline by the SEC on CBS 330 game, number 21, Arkansas, against number two, Alabama. So let's start right there. Bryce Young, Alabama's quarterback. Now, these are interesting numbers because Alabama's been on a pretty good roll as of late. Mm-hmm. And when they do get up big, right after halftime, what happens? Bryce Young comes out of the game. 299 and a half passing yards against Arkansas this weekend for Bryce Young. Over or under? Uh, I'll go over. I think I think I think Alabama is going to have a statement type football game versus Arkansas. And I just don't see Arkansas holding the ball long. Like I think it's going to be kind of similar to what we saw Arkansas versus Georgia. A lot of three and outs. Alabama yeah. gets great field position and just absolutely throttles them in the first half. And Bryce Young just wears the defense down. So I'll go over Bryce that 299 and a half. All right. I'm going to go under 299 and a half. I think they kind of keep this game pretty tight. Get ready for Auburn next weekend. Although Bo Nix is out. I think they pull Bryce relatively early. I don't think he gets over 300 yards. So I'll go under 299 and a half passing yards. KJ Jefferson, Arkansas's quarterback. 190 and a half under 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 yes all right with your conviction i'll go under as well under kj jefferson i think alabama's defense will be able to get after arkansas's offense really keep everything in front of them not let them get any big chunk plays it's gonna be a long day for arkansas i really do believe that how about one of the heisman guys right now kenneth walker the third up at michigan state they're taking on ohio state in a noon game 99 and a half rushing yards. I think that's over. I mean, they're going to ride that horse for sure. They're going to have to. If, if they want to win this football game, they have to keep Ohio State off the field. Like the last thing you, you want to do yeah. is go three and out, throw the football, and, and your your possession is, you know, a minute. And all of a sudden you give it to, to, to Ohio State. And those that is receivers, a losing recipe. Losing recipe. Run the football, run the football, milk the clock, milk the clock. So, yeah, he's going to have to have a big game. They know he's going to have to have a big game. I'll take the over with Kenneth Walker as well. Yep, I totally agree with that. Tank Bigsby, Auburn's running back, who's kind of found his stride. Obviously, Bo Nix is out with a broken ankle. TJ Finley will start this weekend as the Tigers take on South Carolina. 74 and a half rushing yards for Tank Bigsby. Over. Yep. Without Bo, there's a team that they I – don't, I, don't, I do not trust TJ Finley. Um, we'll obviously get into this pick here in a little bit, but I think this is a game where Tank – is going to be leaned on heavily because there's just, I'm just telling you, TJ ain't, TJ ain't the answer. He is not the answer, and they know that. Yep, I'll give, I'm, I'm on with you with that one as well. Tank Bigsby over 74 and a half rushing yards. My additive pick, it is a stinky, stinky line. We'll get to it in a second. Oregon catching three as the number three team in the nation at Utah has a really good run offense. Travis Dye, their running back. 91 and a half rushing yards. I'll go over. I think they are going to expose Utah's rush D. I think that's how they win this football game, even though they're getting the points. So that's my little added gift. I'm gonna get, I want to get, right I'll, I'll give an add in, Drew. Please, please. I'm, I want to join the fun. Yes. Uh, Greg Bell, San Diego State. Oh, we got, yeah, I love it. Mountain West. You know, I got, you know, I, I got my lock last week with the Mountain West for my luck of the week. You did. Uh, it hit. San Diego State playing UNLV. UNLV actually has won a couple games somehow, uh, but not a very good football team. And Greg Bell is an absolute beast. So I'm going to go over that 87.5. All right, 87.5. Receiving yards 
Rush yards. Rush yards. Yards. Rush yards. yards. Yes. Awesome. Well, there it is. Get on over to Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Here's our week 12 rundown. Bryce Young, 299.5 passing yards. Aaron says over. I say under. KJ Jefferson, 190.5 passing yards. Aaron and I both say under. Kenneth Walker, 99.5 rushing yards for Michigan State. Aaron and I both say over. Tank Bigsby at Auburn, 74.5 rushing yards. Aaron and I both say over. My special, Travis Dye, Oregon running back, over 91.5 rushing yards. Aaron's special, Greg Bell, San Diego State running back, over 87.5 rushing yards. Download the Prize Picks app at Daily Fantasy Simplified. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Time for Pump Pass and Pick. Let's get into it. Thinner slate this week. Aaron, you are beating me by one game against the spread in our season-long standings. <clears throat> What's the locks, though? What's the locks, though? Yeah, my locks are horrific. Absolutely horrific. I'm 3-10 and 10 on my locks. Thank you for making me lead with that. You're 6-7. and seven. You've picked up the pace. Woo! I am 30-25. and 25. doing one lock? What are we doing? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I, I'm, I'm in shambles. I can't see the board. I have no faith in myself. It's a dark time in the Butler household for my lock, my flip-the-field free pick. I'm 30 and 25 against the spread for the season. You are 31 and 26. So good job. Let's start with this Big Ten matchup. Top 10 matchup. Number seven, Michigan State, taking on number four, Ohio State. This game's at noon on ABC. Ohio State is a 19 point favorite. The total is 68 and a half. Sound the alarms. I have a statistic. The last seven seasons, Ohio State has not covered the week before they have played Michigan. The last seven seasons. Ohio State is 0-7 against the spread the week before they play Michigan. Giving 19 points to a top-10 Michigan State team with a ton to prove and a really good running back in Kenneth Walker III, who we just talked about, and needing needing to make this game close or to beat Ohio State, because I'm sure Michigan State knows that Ohio State is going to beat Michigan next week probably badly, this will look good in the committee's eyes. I will take the 19 points all day long. And I think that Michigan State has a chance to beat Ohio State. So give me the 19 points. Thank you. Wow. Uh, no, I'm going the complete opposite way. I think Ohio State absolutely routes Michigan State. Michigan really? State, I'll give you a fancy stat. Michigan State giving up 329 yards passing per game. Their defense is horrendous against the pass. Go watch their cornerbacks. Yeah. They can't stop. You and I can go out there and run routes right now. Can't Drew, stop a nosebleed. They can't stop a freaking nosebleed. And you know who Iowa State has right now? One of the best Chris offenses Olave. in the country. Let me let me let me break it down. CJ Stroud, 30 touchdowns, five picks. Receiver, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Smith Najigba. Did I pronounce it? <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. Apologies. Freaking stud. 59 catches, 53 catches, 51 catches. Uh, I mean, 25 total touchdowns between the three of them. Michigan State's corners suck. Yeah. Okay. Plain and Tell me how you really feel. Simple. They are bad. I've watched the film. They can't stop anything. So I trust Ohio State. I love their offense. I love their receivers. Their defense is getting better. It's at home. They are going to route Michigan State. So I'm taking the Buckeyes. All right. You heard the man. He's laying 19 points with Ohio State. Let's head to the ACC. I find this as a pretty interesting game. Number 10, Wake Forest who I think is one of the most fraudulent football teams in all of college football through 11 weeks, is heading to Clemson to take on the Tigers. The Tigers, they're unranked. 
as has been well documented. This game's at noon on ESPN. Watch out. Clemson, a four-and-a-half-point home favorite. Get this. Wake Forest is averaging 44.7 points per game, but Clemson's only allowing 15.3 points per game. Is there any way Clemson's offense can produce enough to win and cover a four-and-a-half-point spread against Wake Forest? I think this. I think Wake Forest is going to go down to Clemson and absolutely flop. I think the moment's too big. I think they're boosting this up as a huge opportunity for their team to get over the hump, to beat Goliath, even though Clemson is certainly having an offseason. I think it's going to be turnovers. I think it's going to be penalties. I think it's going to be indisciplined play by the Demon Deacons, and I will lay the four and a half points with Clemson. God, I love you and I starting off completely opposite for the first two picks of Give it to me. Punt pass pick. This means either I'm going to take a big lead after this weekend or you're actually going to take the league. Uh, I am going to go with Wake Forest. Four and a half points. Clemson's offense, it's bad. It's been bad this it's whole been, year. Yeah, it has been bad. That's there's correct. nothing to me is screaming that they're going to auto, you know, all of a sudden find a way to score points. Like, it's just not going to happen. You know, Clemson, I think, is going to win the football game. They'll win it by a field goal. Okay. They, they just can't score points. I'm sorry. They can't do it. Their, their offense is... It's bad. So I'll take Wake Forest. I think Clemson squeaks it out. I think Wake Forest maybe has a chance to win, but by a field goal. So I, give me give me the Demon Deacons. That's fair. That's fair. And you gave good reasoning. So I commend you on that. He wants the four and a half points. He thinks it's a field goal game. That's called being smart. So there you go. Let's go to one of those unranked SEC matchups. Auburn heading to Columbia to take on South Carolina. This is your 7 p.m. ESPN game. Auburn is a seven and a half point favorite. The total is 44 and a half. Bo Nix out for the remainder of the season with a broken ankle. South Carolina feeling pretty good about themselves. Shane Beamer, is he going to Virginia Tech? Probably not. I, I would not expect so. Mm-hmm. Auburn is more than a touchdown favorite without their starting quarterback. South Carolina has a really good opportunity to get their second big home win of the season in Shane Beamer's first year, right? They beat Florida, even though Florida is not very good. Now they have Auburn coming to town. I don't know, Aaron. I'm going to let you take the reins on this one, see if you can sway me into a pick. Well, I'm feeling so confident. I'm actually going to make this my lock of the week. Give wow. Me, give me South Carolina. Give me South Carolina. As your lock um, of the week. As as we know. Okay. 7 o'clock game in Williams-Brice Stadium yeah, is going no to be jo- – and, and they have a chance. This isn't a team that's, you know – not going to make a bowl game. There's, there's not the, the, the press fans like, Oh my God, this season sucks. They're five and five. No one would have thought South Carolina would be five and five right now with a chance to make a bowl game with a chance to be six and five and a chance to play South Carolina in two weeks, which could be very interesting at home as well. Or excuse me, not South Carolina Clemson in two weeks and make that game very interesting and possibly get to seven and five in his first season. So fans will be live. Fans will be electric. It is one of the toughest places to play in the country. I'll say it right now. When Sandstorm's going and those towels are waving, good luck, TJ Finley. Good luck, TJ Finley. I'll take South Carolina with that seven and a half points. All right. Um, I'm with you. You just talked me into a pick. I like South Carolina the points too. A home primetime dog, dude, all day long, especially inside Williams-Brice. I think a hungry dog runs faster here. I think that is South Carolina. I think they'll make it pretty confusing for TJ Finley. I would have liked Auburn if Bo Nix were in. I would have liked Auburn if they had something to play for next weekend in the Iron Bowl. They don't. I think Auburn might pack it in. It's going to be really yep. telling to see what kind of coach Brian Harson is to get his boys to continue to keep playing 
at a high level. Especially but after the second half they just had versus Mississippi State. Know. You know those Brutal. guys are down in the dumps right now. Brutal. To, to, to be up 28-3, to three, Mississippi State goes on a historic run, comes back, dominates, wins, and then you lose your starting quarterback oh, of the year. Brutal, brutal. I, and more than a touchdown, yeah, give me South Carolina, plus the yeah. seven and a half. Aaron and I are on the same side there. That SEC on CBS game, number 21, Arkansas, heading to Tuscaloosa to take on number two, Alabama, 330, of course. Alabama, 21-point favorite. The total, 58-and-a-half. I really liked Alabama at 20-and-a-half earlier today. Yeah. I just don't think Arkansas is going to be able to score much, and I do think Alabama will be able to get in the end zone, not at will, but they could score 35, 42 points, and I don't see Arkansas getting over 17 points in this football game. Arkansas has really struggled against elite talent this year. They have been a feel-good story in 2021. Make Mm -hmm. no mistake about it. Credit to Sam Pittman. K.J. Jefferson started this season off on fire. But when they played a team like Georgia, they got absolutely suffocated. I would expect Alabama to do the same type of thing. If Alabama wins this weekend, I believe they clinch the SEC West. They clinch the West. Yeah, Yeah. they clinch the West. I'll I'll lay the 21 points. Yeah, I'm going to lay it too. You know, I just go back to that game in Athens uh, when Arkansas came in earlier. And it just, I'm with you. I love what Sam Pittman's done. I love this team. I love watching them. I love the energy they bring each and every week. But there is still a massive, massive talent gap between them yeah. and the elites of the elites. And right now, Georgia and Alabama are one and two in the country for a reason. Yep. They got a bunch of bad dudes on both sides of the football. Yep. Alabama at home, 330, primetime, CBS. Big statement moment for those guys. I think they come out. Like I said, they just got, you know, we always say it. It's not about the X and O's, it's about the Jimmys and the Joes. And, 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 and the Jimmys and Joes for Alabama are superior to what Sam Pittman has. So give me give me Alabama in this one. No, we're on the same side. I think we're on different sides in our last game of punt, pass, and pick this no, weekend. Not. We weren't earlier. You we weren't earlier? Mind? No. We picked the same earlier. Okay, then we're going to be on the same side here. Number three, Oregon, heading to Salt Lake City to take on number 23, Utah Utes. 7.30 p.m. ABC. This is a potential Pac-12 title preview game. Oregon is a three-point dog. Now, these lines, usually I scratch my head and I go, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, I am smarter than what the suits out in the desert are wanting me to do. They want me to run to the window. They want me to run to my website and say, bet the house on Oregon because Oregon's ranked higher. Oregon's playing for more. Oregon's supposed to be better. They're getting points. Forget about it. Give me Oregon. I would usually say I'm smarter than that. I'll lay the three with Utah. Cam Rising, Utah's quarterback, has been playing very well. He has changed the tone of that Utes offense. I think Oregon's rushing attack will be able to expose Utah's rushing defense. I think defense and run game travel. We have always said that through five years on punt and pass. Oregon needs to keep playing at a high level if they want to make the college football playoff. They're already ranked number three right now. They have been playing really good on the road. They went into Columbus and beat Ohio State earlier this year. So I'll close one eye. I'll say it's a square bet. I'll say I'm with the public, but sometimes the public is right, damn it. Give me the three points with Oregon. Yes, I love it. Listen, I had Utah earlier this season for San Diego State, and this was before Rising became the starting quarterback. Actually, middle of the game, he became the starting quarterback, led them back, Went to overtime. They still lost to San Diego State. But, you know, watching film heading into the game, then obviously being on the call for the game, they're just not very dominant at the line of scrimmage. And you said it best, Drew. Oregon, what what do they do well? They're nasty. They're nasty up front on defense. They're nasty up front on offense. They run the ball well, whether it's Dye, whether it's Brown. 
I think that is going to be the big part of this game. They are just going to beat up Utah at the line of scrimmage on both sides. Give me Oregon. I, I think they, they you said it too well. Um, and the fact that they're not afraid to go on the road into a hostile environment and kick some ass. They've already done it this year. They're confident in what they're doing on the road. I think the Ducks come out with a nice victory. All right. I love it. I love it. There are our punt, pass, and picks. I have yet to give you my flip the field free pick, my special, my lock, and I'm about to lay it down, okay? I'm only doing one this week, and I will hold myself accountable, all right? the fr- If I lose this bet, if I lose this bet, the first person that tweets at me with their Venmo handle, I'll Venmo you 50 bucks. If I lose this bet, the first person that nice. tweets at me, you owe me 50 bucks with your Venmo handle. I will Venmo you $50 on the spot. Here is my lock. Notre Dame minus 17 against Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is awful. Their defense is horrible. I think Ooh. Georgia Tech will get schlacked in South Bend. And I'm telling you this right now. Notre Dame, Notre Dame now ranked number though. eight They're in the college bad. football playoff rankings. They are thinking to themselves that there is a way they could get in. I'm just telling you that there will be a lot of carnage in the next three weeks. Notre Dame's a bad football team, though. They've benefited from an easy schedule. I'm sorry, Drew. You could have picked a lot better game than that. I, I, good, I'm happy for whoever's going to take 50 bucks from your from your Venmo. That is the deal for this week's Flip the Field free pick. The first person, I'm not going to lose, so it won't matter. The first person that tweets at me, you owe me 50 bucks with your Venmo handle in it. I will Venmo you 50 bucks if Notre Dame does not cover 17 points. If they land on 17, that's a press. I get my money back. Okay. Do All you right. like that? Are you happy? I, mean, I, I suck. I'm three you. and 10. I hate that. I, I don't like the bet because I think Notre Dame is awful. Uh, I think Notre Dame is extremely overrated. And you know, when teams are playing Notre Dame, they're going to play up. They're going to play their Dude, best. Georgia their Tech is horrible. I know Georgia Tech is garbage too, but I'm just saying I, I just don't trust Notre Dame. I haven't trusted Notre Dame all season long, but I'm praying for you. I'll say that. <laughs> Thank you very much. There it is. Notre Dame minus 17. My foot the field free pick. Aaron Murray's that, going the, with South know, that's, Carolina that's, plus seven and a half. That's a dozen. That's a dozen Titleist golf balls. That so. is. That is. I could send you Titleist Pro B1s if that's what you want instead of 50 bucks Venmo. Up to you, whoever that may be. Won't be this week, though, because I'm winning that bet. I'm also going to win on prize picks, right? I'm going to get active on prize picks. Check out our social media channels on Saturday morning. We'll be giving you our prize picks, picks of the week. Download the prize picks app. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Follow us on social media at Punt and Pass. I'm at Drew Butler. Aaron is at Aaron Murray 11 puntandpasscom Aaron, anything on the way out, my man? Well, if you do follow us on YouTube, I finally found Oh, yes. Yes, 946 subscribers. Tell them what we're going to do for number 1,000. Well, for number 1,000, so if you can come see, I finally found a place for this gigantic trophy that, that Georgia gave us. I love that. Um, way too big. Come on, Chappis. Make, <laughs> yeah, it, make, it, make it a Whoa. little bit smaller. Whoa. Um, can, come play some golf. Let's do it. You, Drew, myself, 1,000 subscriber, and send down. We can go to your spot, the Let's athletic go. club. We'll do it. I love. I don't it. care. I just need some golf in my life. Yeah. I'm trying to get some peach tree next week with New Heisel before <laughs> the SC Championship game. Are you going to invite me? If you don't, I will never. I'm canceling punt and pass. I'm canceling punt and pass. <laughs> if you don't invite me. All right. Good stuff. At punt and pass. At Drew Butler. At Aaron Murray Eleven. Puntandpass.com. 
For Aaron, I'm Drew. We will talk to you on Monday. See you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.